Hi, thanks for listening. You can find out about high-quality downloads and give donations to this project at heatherwoodbury.com. Heather Woodbury's As the Globe Warms, Episode 8. Oh, Selena, every state around here except Kansas, my dad has to give his consent or I can't have it. That's why me and my new friend Tess have been coming here to the Cherokee HQ for like three days, just hanging around the office and hoping he faxes it. But how could your dad give consent? The Bible's totally against it, right? Well, the Bible says that life begins with breath, but for sure it's against homosexuals. And my dad, you know, I mean, after all this, is he going to just totally desert me? So we have to get there early tomorrow because Tess flies out of Tulsa on Saturday and she's the only ride I've got. And the clinic requires minors have escorts. She found this man who's loaning us this old truck. Well, can she take you to Kansas? Mm, that's a five hour drive both ways. Tess is trying to find a better truck, but we're just running out of time. Well, can your Cherokee grand help you out? No, my great grandma Mildred says only the creator can put out the sacred fire of life. But she's letting Tess take me because she doesn't believe in forcing people. So what did your dad say? He said he'd pray on it. He always says that. I know, but I didn't even feel like I was talking to him, you know? It, it seems like they've brainwashed him there or something. What's the place called? Reclaiming Your Christian Manhood Center in Mississippi. My stepmom found it. Dang, I'm so glad I'm not evangelical. But Catholics are against abortion and gays too. Yeah, but I'm not. I've seen too many cousins pregnant at 15. How much you need? Well, Tess says she's got 180 that she can give me. This dyke girl? Yeah, she's two-spirited, Selena. That's our Native American word for it. Ha <laughs> ha, look at you, funny like your Cherokee Indian now. I am. But anyway, the abortion costs $500, and then it's 120 miles round-trip gas money to the closest clinic in Fayetteville, Arkansas tomorrow. Hold on, Lorla, you mean this lesbian chica is just offering to do you this solid wash your back, Duke? No! She's in love with this Algonquin girl, Selena. That's why she's flying to this big two-spirit gathering on Long Island Saturday, so she can see her again. So I have only two more days, and then she's gone, and I'm stuck alone. So why is she doing this? Selena, she, she thinks I should have a choice. Oh, that's very for real. She's got heart, this lesbo. Two-spirited. So, Selena, I have 110 left um, from my Queequeg's tips, and then with Tessa's 180, that means I still need 320 more to do it. I'll get it. Really? I'll uh, send you one of those moneygrams today, like people send, okay? Selena, that, that's great. Can you? You have it? No worries, chica. But if Tessa leaves before you could get it, what's the plan here? I don't know. Lucius asked me to marry him again. He signed up for the army. He's so ashamed. He should be. Fool got you pregnant. Uh, I think he's more ashamed about his best friend, Casey. Oh, that peanuts dude, the one who got caught pants down with your pops? <sighs> walnuts, Casey Walnuts. Dang, I swear, you evangelicals are all dogs. 
First that viral YouTube of your dad and Casey Cornuts, and now they got that pastor down south somewhere. You mean Pastor Bishop in Atlanta? But, I mean, Casey's 19. He's not a minor, and my dad wasn't his pastor. And besides, my dad isn't some big megachurch pastor. Pathways to Christ is just a little Pentecostal. Not no more, dude. Bay Springs is mob. Your stepmom, Pam, I gotta hand it to the witch. She's making the most out of her celebrity moment. She invited these big-ass guest ministers here, and they set up this whole tent pavilion thing by your dad's church. And here at Queequegs, we're swamped. All these Sarah Palin lookalikes keep coming in for their light brews, being all, we're here to hear Pastor Pam speak. Ah! She's not ordained. How dare she take over my father's ministry? It's ungodly. Uh, dude... I thought you told me a minute ago you don't even know if you believe in God no more. Lorelai! Tess! This is my friend Selena on Blue Pigeon in Nevada. She says she can loan me the money. Rogers, that's tight. Listen, Lorelai, I got good news. BJ Mankiller's loaning me his brand new truck. So now I can take you to Kansas where you don't need consent. I got you an emergency appointment in Topeka tomorrow. But it's a five-hour drive, so we have to leave soon. Great! What a relief. Lori, I better go. I got two new hires to train. Well, we'll call you from the road and we'll figure out the money thing, okay? Yeah. And hey, thanks for what you're doing for my homegirl. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you too, Selena. Bye. Take care. Okay, I gotta go pack for my flight out of Tulsa for when we get back. Um, you cool to chill here at the HQ and I'll be back in an hour to take you, okay? Okay. Thanks, Tuss. I wish we could have just gone to Fayetteville if my dad sent his consent. Well, we gotta do it this way, okay? You good? Um, yeah. Okay, see ya. Melinda, are you awake? Your daughter Missy? Yeah, uh, she's here to see you. Are you up to it? Uh, yes. Hi, Melissa, hon. Hey, Mom. Let's just crank you up here, okay? Now try not to talk about anything that's too exciting. Her heart doesn't need any more shocks, okay? Okay, yeah. So how are you doing, Mom? Oh, like shit, basically. I can't stop worrying about the kids. Oh, Mom. I hope you didn't have to take a cab all the way out here to Henderson again. No, I got a hold of Melanie's Get Clean van. Thank God it was parked in one of the other cleaner's places. Oh, because the sheriff would have seized that too, huh? To search for meth. They still got Melanie's trailer all roped off. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Oh, good Lord. What's this huge poster? Oh, that's the Jack London Square Roast poster from the original Queequegs. Selena, she's so funny. She heard me talk about that picture once. You know, it's Oakland, 1974. I was reminiscing to her about those times because your father and I were actually there in the San Francisco Bay Area. Arnie had a Vietnam buddy who was a longshoreman in the Port of Oakland, and uh, so we were on vacation there that summer. I was during the good part of our marriage. Oh, there was a good part?
Yes, Missy, there was. Anyway, Selena, you know, she acted so bored by my memories at the time. So rude. I thought she didn't even hear me. But now she goes and orders an extra poster from corporate and comes here and puts it up, you know, just to crack me up. <laughs> Since it's my favorite coffee, too. And the doctor said I can't drink any more coffee. Oh, it's just killing me. I begged that nurse, but she wouldn't budge. It's killing you to drink it, Mom. You're as bad an addict as Melanie. Ha! Don't even joke about it. It's not funny. Missy, what are we going to do about the kids? I don't know. At least I got a visitation with them tomorrow morning. This big protective care facility they got out in the middle of the desert. They told me they confiscate your car keys so you don't try to bust the kids out. And I gotta get there fucking early, too, for all the processing. Oh, I'm not used to getting up that early. Missy, grow up! Our family is in deep trouble. We can't let this happen. I am grown up, Ma. I talked to this lawyer. He's, he's one of my regular... Tricks, just say it. Okay, anyway, he says it's really hard, you know, because they won't release the kids to you, not after a heart attack. And me, I got no visible means of support. Oh, you see, I told you, if you're going to do pr prostitution, at least do the paperwork. Stop drifting. Mom, the license is tons of red tape. And besides, the lawyer said they probably say no to giving me custody anyway. Why? It's legal in Nevada. That's discrimination. You'd be a better guardian than some state foster care person. Mom, you're getting upset. Calm down. Is little Melody still under psychiatric surveillance? She's okay. They're letting me see her tomorrow with Nicole. We can't let her end up in one of those juvenile detention things, Missy. You, Melinda, there's a gentleman here named Reed to see you. He promised me he's only going to stay a few minutes. Is that okay? Hi. Yes. I, I hope I'm not intruding. Uh, oh, hi. Melissa. Reed, hi. What are you doing here? Oh, you, you two know each other? Um. Uh, so I, I came to see how you are, Melinda, and, and I wanted to reassure you that I'm not pressing charges against Melody. I, I didn't even call the police that night. You know, I called your daughter Melanie's cell phone, and of course the police answered it. That's okay. I'm, I'm devastated by what Melody did. She loves those frogs. She loves you and, and, and science. What happened? She's always been such a good, smart girl. Mom, take it easy. Come on. I'm sorry too, Reed. Did you catch any of the frogs that she let loose? Are they all sick from her touching them? Um... Listen, I just came to say that it's, it's partly my fault. Uh, I've been going through some personal stuff she shouldn't have been exposed to, and I didn't respect that she was only a child. None of us did, you know. And then her damn mom had to go and relapse. Oh, I feel so guilty. Mom, you shouldn't. You always take up the slack. You know, I'm the one who messed up. Melody, she tried to tell me something important weeks ago, and I just... Drifted? Yeah, drifted? Uh, stop drifting, Melissa. It's time to step up to the plate. 
Um, this man says his name is Billy the Kid, but sir, as I told you, she has too many visitors, so it's not- Hey! Hey! Melinda! Oh, Billy! It's all right. He can stay. Dang right I can! It's a free country. Look at that, Obamacare already trying to control us. Oh, Billy, she's a nurse. She's not the government. Uh, I'm leaving anyway. I've got to meet this insurance assessor. Well, thanks, Reed. And I'm praying to God that your frogs will survive. Yep. Uh, good, good to see you again, Melissa. Yeah. Whoa, what's this big-ass poster doing here? Oh, that's the original Queequeg's Coffee in Oakland, California, 1974. Oh, yeah? My dad, Winston, used to go to that one. I never really looked at the picture before. <laughs> that guy with the beard and the tan coat looks precisely like my father in that era. <laughs> Wait, it is him! The, the little girl holding his hand, that's my big sister, Laura. Her, her patchwork dress. Like last night, I was going through these family photos she left me, and that, that's definitely her. Well, I can't believe I never noticed this at Queequeg's before. No kidding, because I always joked around that that tall guy, third in line, with the baby on his back, looked like my ex, Arnie. Wait a minute, Mom. That is the backpack that Dad carried me in. No. Yeah, that is. It's got that welder's patch on it. That's Dad. That's me. No, it's nearly impossible. I mean, the odds for a coincidence like this are one in a billion. Maybe it's not a coincidence. Okay, I better go or I'll be late for the insurance guy. Uh, please, let me know if I can help with Melody. And, uh, bye. 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 Bye, man. So, uh, Mel, how are we gonna break your grandkids out of so-called protective care? See? I told you the government was gonna try to take our kids away. Oh, Billy, for once, don't talk tea party stuff, or I promise ya, I really will drop dead. Missy, where are you going? I'm stepping up to the plate, Mom. I'll be right back. Missy? Hey, Reed, wait up. Huh? I need to talk to you. God, I'm not sure if you exist, or if you do, you are what I thought, but I need to pray. It's the only way I know how to talk aloud when no one's here. Or maybe you are here. Maybe it's you, grass, or you, sun. My great-grandma Mildred says all life is sacred. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Do I carry this seed in me and labor to see it come out and receive that breath of life? Or by doing that, will I burden this earth with more of us than it can bear? Because there are so many of us. We are so greedy. My great-grandma Mildred says that our Cherokee ancestors were exterminated, driven out of their homes. She says now they want more of us, Anayunwia, the real people, to be born. But if there are more of us, of any people, will we drive the animals and plants and birds from their home? Are you here, God? Are you?
Lorelai, here you are. Look, it's unbelievable. Your father faxed his consent. Look, he sent you a note with it. <gasps> Let me see. <sighs> Dear Lolai, I see now in my own heart of hearts. I cannot force you to believe as I believe. Listen to your own heart. My daughter, Daddy, so I can take you to Fayetteville after all. Our drive, no big trek to Topeka. We can leave first thing in the morning if you want. Yes, so that's it then. That's it. First thing, first thing in the morning. Walk fast, walk fast, walk fast. Okay, now run. Okay, come here, Coley. I got you. Now run, run, run. Where are we going? Aunt Missy, it's the middle of the desert. Just keep running, Melly. Run. Reed? Get in. Get in his car. No, no. Get in. Is there anyone behind us? Nope. <laughs> I wish some bust out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah! We just went over to the vending machines in that visiting area and then we walked on out the exit door. Cool as cucumbers. Didn't we, Coley? Yeah! <laughs> oh, Melly, wasn't that funny? <laughs> was like the movies, huh? I'm afraid to laugh. Then Reed will hate me more for what I did. Uh, I just want you to get better. What about the frogs? Are they all gonna die now? Let, let's, let's not talk about it. The doctor said I had a psychotic break. Uh, we're gonna heal you up, baby. Aunt Missy's in charge now. No more leaving you on your own. Turn here, the Union 76 station's down this road. Aunt Missy, Aunt Missy, where are we going? We're going to Houston, Texas to visit the whirling dervish. So, uh, how do you know this guy? We're pen pals. Uh, just pen pals? Kinda more than that, but we never met. He's Aunt Missy, the online boyfriend. Uh-huh. So, he knows you're bringing these guys? Yep. He's got a big Turkish family and they're waiting for us. Hey, Coley, you know what? They got a candy called Turkish Delight. You think you want to try some? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here it is. Put your little sister in the car seat. Okay, make sure she's tucked in. So, uh, you going to be okay? Yep. Now I'll never think to look for your car, you know? And to heck with that get clean van. It felt good sacrificing that thing. That's what my damn sister gets for being a meth head. Yeah, I figure we'll make it across the state line fine. I'm more worried about you. No car. Nah, you know, Billy, the kid said he'd be here. Probably just that revival tent traffic's holding him up. You know, me, I've lost everything. My funding, the frogs. What's a car? Right. Okay, we better book on out of here. <clears throat> Good luck, Reed. You too, Missy. Goodbye, Nicole. Goodbye, Melody.
Bye, 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 bye. Houston, we going to Houston. Bye, Reed. Bye. And after the Two-Spirit Gathering on Long Island, I have my internship starting in Eastern Cherokee land. I can't wait. There's way more Two-Spirit stuff happening out there. I've been working on my sweet suka so that I can get it up. Watch out! That was close. That bird was flying in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Lorelei, are you okay? You know the stuff about abortions causing breast cancer and mental illness is bullshit, right? Yeah. What kind of bird was that? Um, it's a scissor-tailed flycatcher. The Oklahoma State bird. That's funny because we, we just passed the state line. Hmm. What is it? It's... It's, it's, well, it's, it's that it was so hard to be able to do this. Just to be able to be driving in this truck on the way to getting an abortion. It was so hard. The money and the truck borrowing and the notification and consent and the, yeah, doesn't it piss you off? Yeah. <laughs> All my life, I've done what I've been told to do. And I've been afraid of what I wasn't allowed to know about. And I couldn't stand it this time. I think it's disgusting. All these laws tried to make it so that I might just be stuck there in Eldon, having a baby I didn't want to have. It's disgusting. It makes me want to vomit. Yeah, righteous. Um, but try not to vomit in the truck if you can help it. No. But anyway, until right now, I was just fighting to have the choice. Even when I prayed, I thought the choice was, is it right or wrong, you know? But no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's my choice. Yeah, it's my choice. It's not God's. It's not my dad's. It's not Reed's. It's not Mildred's. I can't have a baby for the Cherokee people or Get an abortion to save the frogs. Frogs? Never mind. Tess, thank you. I will always be grateful to you for the rest of my life for giving me this choice. You are the best person in the world. But can you turn the truck around? Because I want to stay pregnant. I want to stay pregnant. I don't know why, but I want to stay pregnant. Bye.
Hello. Hi. This is Reed. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, but here I am. Um, can I talk to him? Hi. Winston. It's me. Your son. It's Reed. So, a Pamela Stickney Ray, uh, there you are, your husband, uh, uh, Pastor Raymond Ray, is that his correct name? That's right, uh, there you are, humiliated in the eyes of the world. Yes, I was. Humiliated in the eyes of the world, brought low, your husband exposed. On a viral video. That's what they call it these days, folks. They call it the viral video on the internet. That's exactly what they call it. And it truly is a sickness. It truly is. Oh, yes, it is. It's a sickness that needs to be stamped out. It truly does. And then and, 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 and he was exposed as having uh, uh, homosexual uh, relations, uh, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And uh, this was caught on the video, folks, and spread around the so-called the World Wide Web, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. Now tell us about this test, Pamela. Uh, share with everyone here and everyone at home. Uh, walk us through how the Lord tested you. Now, Pamela Stickney Ray, as I understand it, your husband and young teenage daughter were at the convention for Christian youth. You see, the devil is everywhere, folks. And you yourself were at home with your two little twin boys. Now tell us, what happens when you learn their father, the head of your family, the pastor of your congregation, has, has, has sinned before God and this was caught on? I felt ashamed. I was ashamed and confused. And then we understand that your younger daughter, she ran off in a response to this catastrophe. Yes. She did. We don't know where she is. We also think she's been brainwashed by radical environmentalists. She's pregnant, out of wedlock. We're still searching for her. Uh, listen to this, folks. Uh, one thing after another. A uh, fire and then boils. Remind you of anything? I want you to open up your Bibles and ask yourself, does it remind you of anything? So, Pamela, what did you do? I wept. I'm not going to lie. I felt sorry for myself. Uh, did you feel anger, too? Yes, I felt anger, too. But then, you know what? I remember Job. This is what I'm talking about, folks. The book of Job. This is here what I'm talking about. And I remembered the book of Job, and I got down on my knees, and I prayed. Yes, I praise him. You accepted. You submitted. I submitted to God. Yes, I did. And the first thing the Lord told me was to forgive my husband and to use what had happened to build our congregation, to use the, the, the attention, the note to write. 
notoriety, the shameful, embarrassing, disgusting notoriety, the despicable, uh, graphic humiliation. Yeah, yes, to take that and use that to say, you know what? Here is what true Christians do with adversity. Here is how God's people respond. Amen, amen. How Pope and Bishop states that. Folks, away with words. The Lord has given Pamela away with words. How glorious, Pamela. Have you always had away with words? Or is this a gift that God gave unto you recently? Well, I am the daughter of the great Reverend Jim Stickney. Oh, God bless him. God bless our Reverend Stickney. He's an old and very dear friend. An old... Yes, yes. So, I think, you know, maybe I always had it in me, but it wasn't until I was tested that the words come out. Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 9. Praise God. Now tell us the miracle that has transpired since you knelt there and heard a God's command, Pamela. Well... Since that time, my husband Ray has repented, and we understand uh, he received some very good help from our brothers in Mississippi, uh, doing some very good work in that field for those with Pastor Raymond's affliction. Yes, he did. God bless them. They helped bring Ray back from the precipice. Reclaiming the Christian manhood center, folks. We're putting the 800 number right across the screen right now. Jot that down. Those of you who might be needing that number, go grab yourself a paper and a pencil and jot that down. It's a good one for the files. It's a good one to have for life. God bless them. So, Pamela, while your husband was down there receiving that treatment, tell us what transpired with you. Did you just lie in your bed and feel sorry for yourself and eat the bonbons and moan? Did you? <laughs> no, I did not. I felt called to fortify my husband's flock at Pathways to Christ Pentecostal to make sure the devil didn't use this as a means to a week in our congregation. How about that, folks? She felt called to praise God. She got off her knees, this humble little housewife in a little old small town in Nevada. What's it called? Vane Springs. A little old town in Nevada, folks. Vane Springs, Nevada, folks. This little woman raised herself up to the pulpit. Why? Because God called her to do so. Why'd she do it? Because God called her to do so. Why'd you do it, Pamela? I felt called to speak about God's righteous plan for America and how we need to empower ourselves in his name and save our nation. The Lord called her to do so. Isn't that a miracle? And uh, since then, since then, our congregation has grown by the 300 percentile. That's what the pencil pushers tell me. Yes, folks, how about that? The Lord, how quickly the Lord expands the good works. Yes, and uh, since then we've been on the radio, on TV, um, we had a tele-revival meeting, uh, tens of thousands attended, um, and it gets better, folks. It gets better than that, folks. Well... Before all of this took place, uh, we had learned of an old springs buried under our church parking lot. You see that, folks? The Lord anoints the ground. The Lord anoints. That's no coincidence, folks. Yes. And uh, so when all of this came to pass, uh, I knew then that this had been a sign. Oh, yes, it was. And uh, with our newfound water wealth, we are able to build a generously sized house of God and a Christian condo village
sanctuary. Yes, and uh, it gets even better, folks. We understand that you have received over a million dollars in godly investment so far. Yes, and we're going to be on Supreme Makeover, his edition, the television program. They're sponsoring the building site. Praise God, if you build it, he will come. If you build it, he will come. What a miracle. Out of the desert and the depressed economy of Nevada, truly a miracle has arisen. Bless you, Pamela. Folks, we're going to take a break. Pathways to Christ 800 numbers right across your screen. Phone it now and help Pamela spread God's word. Thank you, Pamela. My pleasure, Reverend Ted. Alyssa, I guess you're really not there. Uh, so I'll just leave you this message on Blue Pigeon. Um, so I am here in, in California, so I thought you might be around over there in, in Paris. Uh, what, what time is it? 10 a.m.? Yeah, maybe you're already out at that market thing that you love so much, or maybe the two of you are still uh, asleep. Yeah. So, uh, I've been up here in Oakland, uh, visiting Winston again. I'm in this motel room. I've been working all night on the court case for the frogs. Uh, yeah, well, we haven't talked, uh, since you told me that you're staying in France for good. Um, I'm, I'm still digesting that, uh, location being such a contentious item in our relationship. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Chicago to Paris makes more sense, I guess, than, you know, camped out with me by some captive breeding enclosure in the Nevada desert, you know, and he makes more sense, you know, for you. The two of you do. We didn't. Uh, why, why the hell am I telling you this on Blue Pigeon? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I thought you were going to be there. I don't know, you know, toasting baguettes and fixing cafe au laits or whatever it is you do now in the mornings. Uh, okay, I guess not. Um, so, so, so... What I really wanted to tell you about was, was Winston. Uh, you were right about that, too. Uh, coming up here and visiting him is, is, has been... Yeah, I, I needed to see him. Uh, he's so different now. Uh, the dementia's pretty much got him. Uh, so mostly he just spews out all of this jumbled nautical talk. <laughs> Uh, Kat, his nurse aide, she calls it Shanghai and shipwrecked. She, she's very sharp, Kat. She's, she's funny. You know, she, she's good with him, too. And, uh, no, I'm not flirting with her, though I know you'd assume that because she's a cute Asian girl, but I'm not. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, uh, occasionally he, he comes out with these strands of perfectly cogent marine science, and, you know, I, I try to engage with him on that. Uh... But, 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 but do you know what he really, really likes? M my sister's art videos. Yeah, I, I brought him Laura's old uh, VHS tapes. Uh, yeah, today he got really excited by this particular one. He wanted to, you know, watch it over and over again. Uh, I suppose you could say it's Laura's most elaborate piece. Uh, she calls it My Pirate Memories. And uh, she stages this mock sea battle in some hideous waterway called the Gowanus Canal somewhere in, in Brooklyn. And uh, she, she's fashioned this absurd little pirate regatta. I mean, essentially, it's just rafts formed by roping together plastic bottles with, you know, sails made out of garbage bags and skull and crossbones spray painted on. Uh, 
Except Laura's raft has a special sail. It's sewn of hundreds of my mother Jean's old handkerchiefs. Yeah, and and she's dressed as a pirate queen, you know. And she's recruited all these weird New York friends of hers to play pirates, and 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 she looks so young and beautiful. This is this is the early nineties. It's. Such a startling contrast to her with the full-blown cancer 15 years later. So uh, her pirates attack all these marine biologists on, on their lab vessel raft. You know, all the marine biologist actors are wearing these sort of tie-dyed lab coats with blue squiggles, and they're, they're waving rulers. And, and Laura is just screaming and weeping through a megaphone. And these other weirdos dressed as pirates are playing violins and, and throwing bags of red salt at the marine biologists. And there's one burning love letters and throwing them in the water. And then these two contortionists are, are bending this giant compass. And it doesn't really make any logical sense, but uh, it's hard to stop watching. Uh, and then eventually the whole regatta just sinks. I'm not even sure if that part was intentional. Uh, anyway, the actors are hauled out with these life preservers, and then this handful of people just standing around in this industrial section of Brooklyn applaud, and that's it. But Winston <laughs> loves it. He's, he's like a kid getting a story. You know, he wants me to play it again and again. Uh, Reed? Oh, hi. Oh, what's going on? We just got back from the Marché des Boulevards Raspail, and, and then we joined the demonstration in solidarity with the people in Tahrir Square. Is anything going on? How's your father? Oh, he's fine. I mean, I mean, he's not. Uh, he's fading fast. But uh, I was just leaving you a blue pigeon message. Dégage, Moubarak! Dégage, Moubarak! Chérie, oh, alors, de Bonjour. Chérie, où sont les troupes pour l'omelette? Pardon, donne-moi un moment. Could you go in the other room? Farid, un petit moment? No, don't. Stop being so kind. Alyssa, you're killing me. No, 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 no. Ça va, ça va. It's okay. We realize how awful it is for you, especially with your dad now. And the frogs. How's that going? Uh, the same. They're, they're all dead, uh, except for, you know, the original female specimen I caught last year. She seems pretty durable. Emma Goldman. Oh, it's so sweet that you named her after my subject. Stop with the kindness thing. Uh, how's the book? Well, Bertrand says, c'est fini, more or less. He's starting to help me with the edit. Great. But, read... What will you do? I, I hate to ask, but are your butterscotch frogs even still viable? Uh, probably not. You know, the funding is this close to being cut, and uh, even if I could catch a male specimen out there to breed, uh, the water restoration part is extremely shaky. That, that woman, Pam Ray, and her real estate accomplice, Leslie, you know they're even going after my living situation at Hidden Orchards now in the captive breeding enclosure? What? They want that derelict development? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're annexing it so they can build a Christian condo sanctuary to go with their megachurch plan. So, uh, yeah, you know, those two structures alone gobble down all the old spring's benefits, you know, and dry the habitat out even further. Right, not to mention create sewage and traffic and yada, 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 yada. Exactly. But, uh, you know, I guess if all the males haven't vanished, uh, you know, Emma's still fertile, so... What? Oh, nothing. Um, I wasn't going to...
No, don't tell me. <laughs> You're pregnant. He's gotten you pregnant. Yes. This is okay. Wow. Are you marrying him? No, civil union. Because he has to get a divorce. Oh, he's no civil union. After all the shit you demanded of me. Yes, because I had to demand, Reed. You would never just offer. Finally. What? You stopped being kind. I love you, Alyssa. Reed, 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 Reed. We can't. I know. Alyssa. Wee oui, wee. Oui, I've got to go. Yeah, uh, congratulations, Bertrand. Ah oui, uh, bon sens, Reed. Uh, good luck. Yeah, thanks. I'll talk soon, okay? Yeah, sure. Bye. So let's check in and review the six daily steps that we take in reclaiming our Christian manhood every single day. Step one, time outs with Jesus. Just remember, when you find yourself having an unwholesome thought, just like a child being disobedient, then Christ needs for you to take a time out. What? Hello? Daddy? Lola! A time out with Jesus. Now, oh, let me just... How do we... Uh, there! Lola! Oh, praise God! Where are you? The plains, Daddy. It's all frozen here. The sky is dark, and there's giant crystals hanging off the cow fences. There's snow all over the ground, but underneath... The ground speaks. Lola, are you drinking? Your baby. Drinking? No, Dad. Medicine. I took the medicine buttons. It's all right. The baby's receiving wisdom from it. Lori, tell me where you are. I'm with the Great Plains people on the Powwow Highway. Power, Lola, where on the plains? South Dakota? Wyoming? You've been gone three months. Please, tell me. Uh, I know. I've done six powwows, six tribes. I've traveled with the Braves. <laughs> Super fine Braves. <laughs> Lola, don't ruin yourself with these men. Why not? They couldn't get me pregnant. Lucius already did that. Poor Luch. His emails from Afghanistan. Don't mock him. That that young man still wants to marry you. No. I've decided. If I'm going to be someone's mom, I better find my own real mother. I asked the Sky people, where is Diana? Is she dead or alive? The sky didn't know. There's too much snow. And so I asked the grass people, too. Way, way, way under the snow. And they didn't know. But they told me how they take air and turn it into breath, Daddy. And then they shit what's left over into Mother Earth. And that makes the fuel for our fires. Isn't that beautiful? But we're using too much. The breath is dying. 
Lola, tell Daddy just where you are so I can come and fly out and get you and take you home. There is no home. I went to Oklahoma and met my great-grandma Mildred. Well, she's worried sick about you, too. Lorelai, you're five months pregnant. She feels responsible that you ran off on her life. She was sweet. She thinks Oklahoma is home. But it's not. It's just somewhere Cherokees got driven to on a trail of tears. Did you know the government did that to my people twice? Mildred and the rest of my family had to relocate to San Francisco in the 50s. Did you know that, Dad? Well, I, I knew your mother, Deanna, was born in, in San Francisco. Do you know the rest? Mildred wouldn't talk about it. All I know is that Deanna and Mildred moved back to Oklahoma alone. Well, yes, I, I met your mother in Oklahoma. We, we were teen missionaries together. You never told me anything. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Your brain is washed with salvation soap. You let Pam put you on that rehab reservation just because you love men and their bodies. You know, maybe my real mom, Deanna, was an alcoholic, but at least she didn't try to steal your spirit from you. Pam's a spirit stealer. Watch out. Stop that. All this talk, Lorelai, is not you. It's breaking my heart. Drugs and, and sex. Let God back in. Let him back in, please. Let who in? The one who doesn't allow you to be two-spirited? The one who's calling Pam to build that megachurch and steal an ancient spring and wipe out a whole nation of frog beings? Or the one who told Christ.teen.net to ban me and all my eco-evangelical teen followers because we spoke out for nature? That God? I don't want to let that fake father in anymore. I want to find my own real mother before I bring this baby onto this wounded earth. Four months of freedom left. That's why I'm running so fast to find her. Lorla, you can't run from God. He was speaking through you on your internet ministry. I'm clear on that. I'm still praying on what the rest of it meant, but Raymond, who's that? Oh, Pam, it's Lori. Lori, if you come back, maybe we can try to reestablish your youth ministry. Maybe this time for teen mothers. It's her. Don't coddle. Tell her she's a minor. We're her parents, and she belongs back here. Tell her. God is watching. Dad, tell Pam that I'm 17 and pregnant, and so long as I'm on sovereign Indian lands, I'm emancipated. Daddy, I love you. I love you. Please be careful. Give me that. Lorelai. <sighs> She's gone. Well, of course she is. You, we'll, we'll trace the call. She called from a cell phone, Pam. We'll triangulate by cell phone towers. I know, Tommy Giddips, he's the CEO of Communizon. He's a big born again, and he's investing in our mega church. He can help us. Raymond, you have to step up to the plate. Don't be passive. This is a test from God. Yes, that's right. It must be a test. Lord, please don't let harm come to her. I miss her. I beg you, Lord. 
I love her so very, very much. Please, please, Lord, please don't harm her.